Hello, and welcome to Guilty Pleasure, the podcast that celebrates, elaborates, and experiences our odd interests. I'm Amanda Salvatore. And I'm Jackie Ray Bell. And today's guest was my good friend and comedy partner, Chelsea Dallas Filato. She is a New York-based actor, writer, and comedian whose work has been featured in the New York Short Film Festival, Brooklyn Comedy Festival, LA Funny Women Festival, Hoo Ha Ha, and many more resources. Chelsea's guilty pleasure, although she's hardly guilty about it, are Mike Sure shows like The Office, Parks and Recreation, Brooklyn Nine-Nine, The Good Place. This was a wonderful episode about television, and I think you guys will really enjoy it. It was so much fun. If you guys like to reach us, you could always email us at guiltypleasurepodcast at gmail.com. Or find us on Facebook or Instagram at Guilty Pleasure Podcast. But more importantly, if you guys like what you are listening to, you know the drill. Leave a review on iTunes, guys. Just it, like uh, just a just five stars. Just five a, stars. Just a casual five. Just one, two, three, four, five. five. Put your favorite Mike Sure uh, show in the comments. We would love to hear what you gotta say. And that's it. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. fine all right <laughs> here we go you are more than fine you're a delight me and chelsea went to squirrel before Ugh. i hit this i heard it where did what did you guys eat so good. it was well, so good we had the whitefish tartine uh-huh. we had the brioche uh, brioche toast with ragoda and fresh strawberry rose jam Ooh. and we had like a kale, like a kale salad to wow. like make us feel better about ourselves. Well, that you're in Los cool. Angeles, so if kale was not a part of it, it was not brunch. I know, and it was good, but we were both like that came out last, and we were like, oh. wow. <laughs> <laughs> you got to start with the kale. I feel like that's what and- she said. She's like, <laughs> yeah. I wish this came out first. Oh. Yeah, because we were just like stuffing our faces with the brioche, mm-hmm. and then then the kale came, and I was like, eh. yeah. But we still did a good job. We, we did do almost a good job. all of it. Good Chelsea almost did not make it. She almost Here. did not make it to the state of California. Oh God, yeah that. Damn snowstorm. That freaking snowstorm. I'm yeah. so glad that you got on a plane, though. You I made it. I know, because originally I was supposed to come in on Wednesday, and um, that didn't happen. Uh- when did you end up? You got in on yes, yesterday. Thursday? What's today's date? Today's Saturday. Got it. You got in on Thursday. I did get out on Thursday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was freaking yes. out on Tuesday, so I went ahead and changed my flight, which was for the best, because had I not, I may have not been able to come here. That's crazy. Because Thursday and Fridays, all the flights sold out, like to LAX, to Burbank, to Long Beach, everything. So I would have had no way to get here. So I like panic changed it, and it worked out in my favor. So well, panicking sometimes works. Sometimes it does. Um, sometimes sitting on your couch crying because you think you're not going to get to go on vacation, so uh, you change your flight. It's fine. I cry all the time. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I cry I have emotions all over the time. I cry constantly. I feel like I said to Jackie yesterday, like, I cried about this and I cried about this. I'm like, God, do I have a problem? <laughs> I cry about most things. But I what's impa- important is that you're here now. I am here now. Welcome you to are. the podcast. Oh, Yay! thank you. Yay. I'm we so got excited. this special booth just for you. I'm, it feels so cool. <laughs> we'll take a photo of cool. you like behind the oh, yeah. Slide. I'm going to.
And it matches your dress perfectly. Oh, yeah. God. I did it on purpose. I was, I was you just knew. like, I knew I was going to be right by the original Nergis logo, this <laughs> fancy blanket. And I was like, I got to go with it. It's like a very Amish style right. quilt. Oh. I dig it. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So what is your guilty pleasure, Chelsea? <laughs> Let's oh, dive in, Let's babe. dive in. So what I picked was the um, the work of Mike Schur. Yay! Yay! Mike Schur. Mike Schur started as a writer for Saturday Night Live, then moved to a writer on The Office, became showrunner of The Office when Greg Daniels left, left to make Parks and Rec, co-created Brooklyn Nine-Nine, and The Good Place. So He's killing it. He's I mean, what hasn't he done that hasn't been amazing is like my question. Totally. Yeah. It's all it's all very in the same wheelhouse mm-hmm. and um super uh super full of heart yes. and like great characters. Yes. Um, and just very likable and some unlikable characters, but like you still root for them. Like he does a very good job of like, you're always rooting for them no matter what. Yeah. And I think that's one of the reasons why I like his shows. And I think he's just like important as a comedian and a writer is because like the shows, like you said, has so much heart. They're Mm -hmm. so happy and they're so nice. And even like when they're making fun of Jerry or Toby or something, you know, in the end of the day, they would support those people and be there for them and they love each other. So like. I feel like we don't have enough shows like that. So, yeah. like, Mike Schur is, like, so good at it. It's a good uh, – all those are really good workplace comedies. Yeah. With the well. exception of The Good Place. <clears throat> yeah. But that was places. a new thing for him, and that's just a new thing in general, and yeah. I love it. It's yeah. pretty – I've. have you started watching it? Oh, yeah. I watched the whole first season, mm-hmm. and I watched the first two episodes of the second season last night. The mm-hmm. second season's out? Yes. I'm, in, I'm halfway through the first season. Oh, oh, gosh. So we can't – we can talk about it, but we can't talk about it. We can talk – we can talk about, like, the general idea. Mm-hmm. I'll let you know where I am. Okay. I'll, like, let you know my feels about it. Got it. But there's let's, so much. There's so much. There's so a lot going on much, there. Yes. So let's start at the beginning. Got it. When did you start – did you start liking Mike Schur first, or did you, or did you start liking all these shows and then you discovered him? Like, how did you come across For him sure. as a writer? For sure. So I definitely think it was shows first. It was The Office, and I wasn't aware of him as a being a writer until he became showrunner. And just because, like, I keep in the know about like who's writing for what show and stuff as mm-hmm. a comedian, an actor, and a writer, um, then I found out who he was. But then came Parks and Rec. And then that kind of really brought him to my attention and was just like, except for the first season. The first season was rough of Parks and Rec, guys. Yeah, yeah. we'll get into that. Yeah, for sure. so <laughs> it we'll definitely was that. once Parks and Rec became Parks Park, and Rec. The Parks and Rec we had no one loved. Yes, yeah. and then once he co-created Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I'm like, what can't he do? And then The Good Place came along and it's just, and he has two more pilots in development for next fall. He's oh, becoming nice. like the Shonda Rhimes of like NBC comedy is what I it seems that. like. Yeah. So, um, for people who don't know, let's go through some of the shows. Mm-hmm. Um, the Office. Yes. How would you describe that to my mom, who's never seen any of these shows? So we're just going to oh, be describing it for great. her, or anybody who hasn't um, been introduced yet. Sure. I'd say The Office is a comedy about people who live in the middle of nowhere, Pennsylvania, and work at a paper company, and just kind of like their day to day lives, and how even ordinary lives are pretty funny. Yeah. It also has the yeah. greatest te- television love story of all time. 
Have you rewatched it? I as do. An older woman, I have. Oh, I still like it. Lives? Yeah, I, Jim is problematic. Oh, <laughs> no, I mean, sure, there's problems yeah. to it. Sammy's He's, nodding. Sammy's yeah. not. Our text's and nodding. Believe me, I was in love with Jim Halpert, but now I watch it, I'm like, you are manipulative and you are a liar. And Pam, I mean, not that Pam was the greatest when you rewatch it when you're older either, but. Oh, that happens no. from time to time. That's how yeah. I felt when I watched Gilmore Girls. I was like, all of these guys suck. Yeah. <laughs> They're all the I mean, worst. Team Jess still forever, <laughs> but I love yes. Jess. But like, talk <sighs> about manipulative as oh, well as the Dean. Dean. Both Dean. of them. Both yeah, of them. Oh, they were all manipulative. You gotta watch it. You gotta watch it like in your late twenties, early thirties. Logan. Logan's the worst. Logan, but this isn't yeah. Gilmore, guys. No. This is guilty pleasure. Oh God! Shout out to Kevin T. Porter. Jim and Pam. No, I just love. I love the buildup of that in that yes, show. Like the early seasons for sure. Yes, but I feel like once they got together is when it became. I kind of actually dropped off of the office once they got together because mm. I really, really enjoyed that tension of mm-hmm. if they aren't they, and then once they did, it was like, all right, I'm done. Yeah, yeah their wedding we episode go? is good. Um, but you know, then the office had some problems for a while on and off, you know, after, um, Michael Scott left, it was like, oh, okay. Um, yeah. The Kevin, the James Spader seasons were just, I don't think I even watched those. Oh, don't. don't. What, what, what don't. seemed to change? It just seemed to like, I feel like, you know, Michael Scott was just such a big part of what held the group together. Like he was the de facto leader, even though he wasn't good at it. And I feel like so many of the relationships and everything revolved around him that when they replaced that, that was Steve Carell and the boss. And he was the boss of the paper company. So when they replaced the boss and tried to incorporate it into the show, it just, it didn't feel right. And even once they changed it, because originally it was James Spader was brought in and he was the boss for like a, almost a full season. I haven't rewatched any of those seasons. And then finally they replace him and Andy is it. I'm like, I wonder if it had been better if they had always like promoted from within instead of bringing in outside character. in. Mm-hmm. I mean, the final season of the show, I think, is not terrible. It's not mm-hmm. my favorite, um, but it ends on a good note. But there's like the two seasons after Steve Carell leaving that are just it's just not a good show. And it was very sad. So they're bringing out, um, they're bringing outside uh, characters into like a very close knit family, right? And I yeah. feel like yeah, that that'll never change really the dynamic. Works unless I guess your Grey's Anatomy, which is still on and just keeps replacing people. That's but well, the thing is with Grey's Anatomy, and I've never watched too much of it, but right. I mean, it's such a procedural. Even if it's a so, it's a soap opera procedural, right? So like, you're always gonna have like somebody's dying, right? And like that will bring people back, even if they not necessarily the same characters week after week there's so many interchangeable people throughout that 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 series but when you have something that's so close-knit it's so apparent when something new is introduced I'm sure that was like a network note being like you have to get a celebrity to come in or like a person to like you had to give a name well okay Michael Scott is leaving so we need to like you know people now love Steve Carell we need to find something that's comparable right and we went with James Spader like yeah, the bad guy from every 80s movie like why why was this the choice like he's a creepy dude like i don't mm-hmm. i never understood that and i just didn't think it worked so like season through like i'd say 5 of the office are like top notch and then it's kind of like season the- 1 through 5 yeah how I'd many seasons one. are there eight. Eight. eight yeah and even 5 wasn't the best. The best. Yeah. i would i've never watched too much of the office though okay. i feel like 
I enjoy, and all of these shows that we're talking about, except The Good Place, are a mock documentary style television show. Brooklyn Nine Nine isn't. It's not. No, no, no. It is a workplace comedy, but they don't don't talk to talking heads. So they don't do talking heads. So Mm -hmm. we got our our um, talking heads mock doc with um, the Office office and Parks and Rec. Rec. Mm -hmm. Um, So also, and then Brooklyn Nine Nine's not okay. Right. So you have also like this really fun dynamic of that that um that talking heads like I don't want to say like a side sort right. of situation. How do you feel that um helped a workplace comedy? Or like what about the genre do you appreciate between those two shows? Because right. they're both workplace, uh-huh. they're both mock doc. Uh-huh. What is it that appeals to you about both of the like that concept or that genre? Right, the mockumentary style. Interesting. Um, I don't know if I ever looked at it that way, because I feel like that definitely became a trend in television for a while there because of the mm-hmm. office. So like not even by the same creators. There was a ton of those mockumentary the style show, shows. The show I work on right now is a mockumentary. I know. <laughs> She told me what show you work for, and we're going to talk about that because I cool. love that show. You do? Loved the oh, first season good. so much. I don't know if you talk about the, which show we're talking about. Do people I don't know? know if we've ever I don't think we've ever it. Okay. it. Do you want to? Yeah. <laughs> Jackie, yeah, that's why I didn't want to say do the name. You no, you can. I mean, you yeah. certainly no, we can. can. We can, sure. It's called uh, Trial and Error. It's on NBC. Go season two is filming right watch now. watch the first season. Go. It's Not on, enough on people Amazon. watched it, and I think it's so underappreciated, and it's such a weird, funny show. It is. I like to say that it's Parks and Rec meets 30 Rock. Yeah, because it's a lawyer. super, it's super weird. Like, and me and my it's friend quirky. were obsessed with oh, it. I'm and so no one watched it. it. And like, not, not that no one watched it because it got a yeah. second season, but like, we're like. It was a mid-season I, replacement, yeah, to be Yeah, we're like, fair. everybody watch this show because we want more of it. So that's Season two is going to be really fun. I'm excited. It's Ooh. a really Kristen fun. Kristen Chenoweth was on it, right? Yeah. Yeah, I love yeah, her. She's a delight. Yeah. She's delight this yeah. episode is brought to you by trial, trial and error yeah. season two well it's in very similar vein of shows yeah. so it makes sense that we talk about it yeah, yeah. <laughs> so with that mockumentary style yeah. and those sides and and that's i mean as now i'm studying the scripts of the show and uh, for trial and error mm-hmm. i was watching now i just am like really interested in the structure of of mockumentary style television shows right and that that aside of um the reveal of you know, I'm really looking forward to how great this is going to be. And then it goes terrible. And yeah. you have the side of being like, worst day of my life. Right. And it's funny every time. And they're so funny. And I think it's just such a fun way to, like, you know, work on a narrative structure. Because, like, it, I think it also helps you get to know the characters better. Yeah, you it get does. a lot right. of personal. Personal stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, as opposed to how they interact with others. Like, it's almost like reality TV where they feel like they can say whatever they want because in their head they are on like a reality show. Yeah. Even though Parks and Rec, we never find out like what they're being filmed you for. Don't? Never. No, Parks you don't. And Rec. The Office, you do. Parks and Rec, you don't. So I have no idea who was filming them. So what ends up going back to um, the Office? Mm-hmm. Why are they filming? It ends up being like a PBS documentary called An American Workplace. Um, and it was just that. about a normal American middle class workplace in Pennsylvania. And um, it ends up becoming like a huge, weird success. Yeah. My favorite uh, aside from The Office was mm-hmm. definitely when Jim finally asked Pam out while Aww. she's talking to the camera. And oh, she, yeah. She, he just comes in. He's like, sorry to interrupt. He's like, you want to go get dinner tonight? And she's like, yeah. And he goes, it's a date. And then like you see her tearing up to the yeah, camera. It's one. like, 
Oh. So I've seen that clip. Yeah. It's so there. I want to start watching it because you should. I, I watched it later in life. Yeah. I didn't watch it. Well, I didn't watch it when it was like on. I say later in life, like you're like 80. <laughs> you know, I got, I got into it really when old. I was, you know, a little older after uh, retirement. I, kids, I needed shows to watch. I know the kids like this show uh, and I didn't think it would be my style. I thought the mockumentary was lazy form, actually. A lot of people do. A lot of people do think it's lazy, but it is. Which I don't understand. Damn. I mean, well, I, get, it, I get it. I get it. I get it's get like it. when you have, it's the same thing for a movie when you have a narrator. You know, it's kind of like bringing, if you I, need a narrator to yes. bring the story along, then what are you missing? But I've heard that note before. I feel like the mockumentary style always necessarily relies on upon it for storytelling, especially on a show like Parks and Rec. I don't think like the story ever revolves around the fact that it is a mockumentary. It's yes. just like mm-hmm. the talking heads are simply there for just like, an additional fun opportunity for jokes, which yeah. I feel like in a comedy is very different, but I don't find it lazy. Yes. No, I, I, I agree with you. Yeah. Um, I've like heard that note before and I've, I thought that's a very eloquent way to combat it. So yeah. I will now take that and respond <laughs> that to people when I say I want to do a mockumentary style. Yeah. Um, but the Parks and Rec one I thought was always really good. So uh, yeah. Parks and Rec, I've, I've been watching that since the beginning and yeah. I remember the first season. Mm. And I think that, so we had The Office with Michael Scott who mm. was, Kind of the reason all these people brought were brought together is because everyone could tell Michael Scott was a little bit of a you know a dweeb, and everyone was kind of like making fun yes. of him in a way. And I think yeah, that's what they, they even made him look worse in the first season. If you go back and watch do, the first they, season, his hair looks thinning. Yeah, they gave him like greasy. Fake, yeah, like fake hair and plugs. Also, Steve Carell's kind of gotten hot. Have you guys yeah. seen him recently? Yeah, he like totally aged. Yeah, he's got like a salt and pepper beard and glasses. I'm like, why am I attracted to Michael Scott right now? But I am. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, yes. Uh, yeah. And they tried to do the same thing for Leslie Nope in Parks mm-hmm. and Rec, but that did not fly. Mm-hmm. Why do you think that is? Season, in season one? Yeah. yeah. So, they, so at the beginning, the first couple episodes, you'll watch it and you'll see that everyone's kind of like making fun of Leslie. They all don't take her seriously. Very yeah. similar to how the office mentality, like a uh, vibe was for Michael Scott. They and just they find just, her in an annoyance. And it didn't work why do you think that is i'm not sure i feel like i feel like people weren't on board it definitely was trying to be the office in a lot of ways and like you know um makes sense because of the people who came over from the office to make it so i understand that like part of it could be have been notes from the network that are like basically just remake the office but with a woman and that could have been part of it mm-hmm. um I'm not sure why it didn't work. And I feel like the way when they saw the turning point, I mean, I know exactly which episode in my head. Second season, the hunting trip is the episode where the show really turns and becomes the show that it becomes. But even the final episode of the first season is not a bad episode. It's when they all go to Andy's show. Yes. And um, Leslie is set up on a blind date by her mother to go out with a much older man. And I think we start to see Leslie in a new light in that show because like she's, she's put in a very awkward situation and like, and we get to know the characters a little bit more. And I think that kind of helps turn around and informs who Leslie becomes and that people don't make fun of her necessarily for being an overachiever, but it's embraced that she's like a badass boss of a woman and mm-hmm. always gets things done. Cause I was, cause Michael Scott was pretty incompetent. Yeah. He was terrible at his job. Whereas Leslie Nope was like the best, the best employee job. you yeah. could ever, ever want. Yes. Um, Actually, in hindsight, it's actually kind of funny that Ron Swanson was her boss. That feels like uh, just a mirror up to being a woman oh. in the workplace. <laughs> yeah, but I feel like they even call. But I feel like they call it out too. They totally do. Like Ron's like, I don't do any work here. It's all you. Like they call. Like he shouldn't have been her boss, and he, I think he was very acutely aware of that because yeah. you know Ron was a feminist in many ways. He was. Mm-hmm. 
Let's talk about Parks and Rec. Did okay. you watch Parks and Rec, Amanda? Um, here's the thing about Parks and Rec. Watched mm-hmm. season, uh, not the whole season, season one. Okay. I watched uh, the pilot, the second episode. I made it through almost the third. Okay. Because I just discovered that yesterday when I was going to watch the episodes you sent. I was like, oh. where did I stop in this? And it was the third episode oh, of season no. one. And I just, I, I guess, I mean, I, the last time I had watched it was when I was living in New York. Okay. So it was a while ago. So yeah. it had to be at least three years ago. Okay. And I didn't seem to enjoy it. I didn't really kind of push through. And everyone was telling me to just go to season two. Just go like, to season Like, don't two. worry about season one. You don't but need to. It just, I, I feel like there has to be something no. from, nope, apparently not. So I went to watch last night mm-hmm. when I got all your episode mm-hmm. recommendations. So I watched. Um, what was a Fight Club? The fight, the fight. The Fight. I watched The Flu. The flu. flu season. Flu mm-hmm. season's flu great. Flu season. Such a so good I went, so that's where I started and then I just finished and I went to season four, episode you two. Watched, so, and see, <laughs> yeah, I just and Flu season is only like the second episode of season three. So season I watched all of season three because yesterday. it is a perfect season it's of television so fucking good i know i couldn't get over it i yes. was like i don't know any of these characters but i love all of them yes. i don't know what's going on between um uh the Anne who Anne. is and she's Anne a nurse Perkins, Anne rashida Perkins. jones mm-hmm. yes and then the boss, Rob Lowe. Rob Lowe. Yes. And I was Chris like, Trager. I don't know what's going on uh-huh. and why she's like nervous around him, but cool. Okay. But mm-hmm. I knew enough to enjoy the episode. Yeah. I was like, great. He makes her nervous. Yes. Now he's being like really gross Stop and like the worst. Pooping. Stop. <laughs> I love that. He looks Rob Lowe's in the mirror and he is sweaty. And there's just like clips of this guy who I'm assuming is always very oh, put together. Yeah. Very healthy, very, yes, you super know. Super positive, super yeah. upbeat. He's just, Chris Traeger. Yeah, he is a, a machine. Yes. And now he gets the flu. And there's like a couple of cuts of him just being a fucking mess. And in one moment, he's looking in the mirror and he goes, stop pooping. <laughs> it's such a good episode. Just, oh I was sold. God. I was like, this is great. It's so it's good. Just, and then Leslie was great. I mean, everybody was so good. And to see her progression through the episode through not only that episode but mm-hmm. the entire show mm-hmm. and like how she gets sick with the flu oh. and she comes together and she pulls her shit together <laughs> she like exits this hospital yes she's all <laughs> drugged up and they're like she's gonna fuck it up yeah. and then she doesn't Perfectly. and i appreciate that yes. because i hate awkwardness no i hate because you don't know fails. you don't know because she's like know. i'm leslie monster and welcome to <laughs> nightline <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> But, yeah. but she kills it. I yes. feel. Kills it. I feel like in Parks and Rec, you get a lot of Amy Poehler improv. Yeah, I feel oh. like there's a lot of great moments where she I was like, she probably improvised. That. I I love go and watch all the gag reels for it because oh, it's yeah? hilarious. And also, the, one of their favorite things to do on Parks and Rec was to make her do accents because Amy Poehler's terrible <laughs> at accents. Oh. She's not good at them. So like, they make her do them so much because it's just not good at all. <laughs> it's it's so fun. It. Oh, the gag reels for Parks and Rec are amazing. Oh. I need to get I, – I was watching it with my fiancé, and I was like, do you mind if I watch another one? He's like, you do you, baby girl. I'm like, I think we're going to watch this show now for, like, all of it. I have so watched good. that show completely. Yeah. 
10 times maybe the whole all oh, all of the except seasons except for the first season except for the first season fuck the first um, season um it's got to be I, I probably watch it start to finish twice a year that's okay it's i really do the good. i do yeah. the thing i it's do that my with 30 background. rock yeah i've done it with 30 rock too yeah. it just becomes one of my background shows and like me and my good friend tracy hi tracy, hey, tracy. um well, she'll be like is it time i was like you're talking about watching Parks and Rec again. She's like, yeah. And then we both end up doing it at the I same time. That. Yeah. Yeah. You you like 30 Rock a lot, too. I love so 30 does Amanda. Rock. I'm a yeah. Huge, yeah. 30 Rock fan. Yeah. But that also, too, I felt like with 30 Rock, mm-hmm. workplace comedy. Yes. Love it. Boss, uh, male boss, female, you know, under, you know. Uh, uh-huh. Underling. Underling, if you will. Employee. Yes. But um, just so, so much fun and just like there's so many successes but also some failures and like some awkwardness but in the end it it's just like people caring about each other yes. and that i think makes a really good comedy i love comedies that have heart yeah and, and i, I feel like it's so easy to go mean and it's so easy to go negative and it's not that there's not shows that i enjoy that are that type of like totally. i you know i still watch always sunny in philadelphia and that is just about a bunch of garbage people doing garbage things and it's hilarious you don't like always sunny Mm. i haven't watched and yeah i haven't watched it i've maybe watched an episode or two and i probably just didn't yeah it's it's garbage people doing garbage things but i find it funny but it's not like what i would choose to watch over and over again it's these shows obviously i've watched parks and rec 10 times at least so yeah it seems like it takes a minute or two for these types of shows to gain their footing of as to what they want to be or what yeah. they want to feel like because 30 rock i felt like was the same way with the first like four episodes it felt very much it's a little safe. weird yeah it's very safe they're not gonna go weird it's very traditional uh roles with their responsibilities mm-hmm. and how they are and then all of a sudden it starts gaining some momentum halfway through the, season one whenever i watch 30 rock i am always just flabbergasted by the dialogue I'm Ugh, like so good. right i was like this so is just have you guys amazing. watched great news no. no, but I've heard oh. really good things about it. It is because it's Tracy Wigfield, who yeah. is basically Tina's protege. She co-wrote the final episodes of 30 Rock with Tina and won the Emmy with her. Um, she was uh, Tracy Wigfield. She was also she wrote for Mini Project for a while. And this was her show that she co-created. It's it's 30 yeah. Rock very it, much. It is joke, 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 joke. It's so fast, so, so fun. It got a second season that aired this year. I'm nervous it won't get a third. Oh, no. I, know. I just don't think it's getting the viewership that it deserves. It's yeah. fantastic. Well, I know they've tried to put Tina Fey on it for a little bit. She was. She was to, on for a few episodes, and she was very up, good. To yeah. it up. She looked great. <laughs> Tina she, Fey? She's killing oh, she it. Oh, yeah. great. What show was she on where she played the the, the alcoholic therapist? Oh, God. Kimmy Schmidt. Kimmy Schmidt, yeah. That yeah. was some of her best acting. Yeah. Honestly. Agreed. I think that was some Agreed. of the best acting that she has done was on Kimmy Schmidt. I think so, too. Yeah. That she's, season was so good, and she mm-hmm. was fantastic on that. She's, yeah. she's I think... Everything? She, she's just my favorite. <laughs> she She's just... I. All of all of it, yeah. all everything and anything. I think she just has like a really good. Um, her jokes just have just ring really true mm-hmm. and are really smart. Mm-hmm. They're and, so smart and just get right to the point. Yeah. I never feel like it's too too much. It's right, just get to the point, get in, get out. And I, I watched it. Thirty Rock for the very first time during Hurricane Sandy in New York. Really? Yeah, because me and Babs. Uh, guest of, guest of last episode her and i both couldn't go to work because of the hurricane and it was like oh let's just watch 30 rock a week later we had finished 30 rock mm-hmm. yeah so good so good um parks and rec real quick i, yes, also I want wanna... to talk more about it in general okay. I also, know everything you know i also <sighs> want to <laughs> talk more about the amazing ben wyatt oh god 
Ben Love Wyatt. Him. Love ben him. Wyatt. His tight little body like an Italian sports car. It's a line <laughs> from the show. I like it. Love Just like butt. the best. He's so good. If Jim was like, you know, the guy that if you fell Jim in love with when you're 22. If Jim was a good person, he'd be Ben Wyatt. <laughs> exactly. Ben Wyatt's the guy that you fall in love with when you're in your 30s. Yes. Because you're like, I'm ready for an awesome person. Ugh, yeah. Him and Leslie's relationship is wonderful. They support Ugh. each other wholeheartedly. So much. To a fault. You'll oh. see. I don't want to say too much. It's okay. Like, it's I don't okay. Wanna... It's okay. It's all for the podcast. Right. Like you, you talk about what you want to talk about. I, you won't ruin it. I'll totally forget about it. Got it. But seeing them they... get together was. And they do break up for a while. But the reason they break oh. up is because like he's doing it for her and her for career. Yes. She well, runs that was, for city council. Yes. And, but and then... he was so supportive. It was like the best scene. And I didn't even feel bad. I was I like, know. okay, I'm cool with this. I know. And he was like, you have, we have to break up. And that's okay. Oh my like, god. Uh, oh my god. Uh, Treat yourself is coming up. I'm so excited for I'm you. So excited for me too. <laughs> that's such Treat a yourself. good episode. And be, oh no, Batman's crying. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's such a good episode. I'm so excited for you. So um, we never find out why they're doing this mockumentary. For no, their we show. don't. For Parks and Rec, it just—I mean—the final episode of Parks and Rec is just absolutely wonderful. Yeah, it is everything good. you could want the Parks and Rec finale to be, where it's just happy and lovely, mm-hmm. and you're. You're just sitting there happy crying. And you're like, these are wonderful people. And they deserve everything. Oh, <laughs> it's really see, good. I'm it's all so about good. that life. Yeah. Unlike, I'm all about it. Unlike The Office where we kind of got like, ugh, it got a little weird there. I don't think Parks <laughs> and Rec ever really faltered once they got their footing. No, I mean, like, uh, third season is definitely their strongest. Oh, yeah. In, in, like, completely. But no matter what, even through se- the end, like, they do, I mean, the final season, they do a time jump, which... I was nervous about, but I ended up loving. Um, I thought it was such a smart move for them. Um, a time jump forward or backward? Forward. So okay. like the sixth season ends and then they jump forward four years. So it, it ends in 2013 and then the final season takes place in 2017. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's really unique. Yes. It was very unique. And I was wow. like, ooh, this is a gamble. And it worked so well. The final season is fantastic. I can't wait to get it. How many seasons is there? Seven. Seven, Seven right? Yeah. yeah. It's so good. Well, I finished season three. Yes. So I'm You're on a roll. You're going to get through roll. it. You're yeah. going to get through it real I quick. I already started season four. Yeah. We didn't even know. We stopped and I was like, oh shit, we're yeah. in season That's the problem uh, with half with half hour shows that we're on they're regular. 22 they're minutes. 22 you minutes. watch three it's an hour. It's so easy. I know. It's so good. It's this, so is how, this is why every time you say a TV show, I'm like, I watch that. I watch that. I Because like these 22 minutes shows i'm like i'll just sit there and be like okay let's do this it's it's i watch love, all the time i love a good 22 minutes yeah i do um fun fact about flu season episode yeah when uh chris pratt says i typed your symptoms into the computer and it says you have network connectivity error that was an improv from chris pratt Pratt, Pratt did a great job on Parks and Rec. Oh, Andy Dwyer is an amazing character. It he is an amazing character. And he was amazing. given so little, I feel, at the beginning. Yes. And it just really? like, yeah. Like, yeah, he was just like doofus hippie musician boyfriend. And then lame comes, boyfriend. Yeah, come see, end of season two, they just kind of made him like the most lovable puppy idiot. And it's great. Does he, when he starts out, because I haven't seen season two, mm-hmm. um, is he... Anne's mm-hmm. boyfriend. Yeah. God. And Anne's like deadbeat boyfriend. Yeah. Deadbeat boyfriend. Yeah. Does he, is he always the shoe shine guy? No. You'll see. Okay. I'm going to have see. to go back to season two. Let's talk. Well, season two is good. Um, and well, he fell in the pit. Yeah, he found the pit. The pit. <laughs> I fell in it. He writes a song about it. He falls in a pit. Yeah. Um, that's great. I mean, I think, I definitely think it's worth going back and watching season two. I want to know what happens. Yeah. I and I mean, story. you know, power through season one. Like, 
just or at least yeah. do the final episode of season one because cool. I think that's a good one. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk Brooklyn Nine Nine real quick. Love I've it. never seen it. So good. I I wrote my first spec on Brooklyn Nine Nine, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm familiar with it acutely. But I didn't I didn't find that it had the same hook for me as The Office and um, Parks and Rec did. Yeah, I think it's definitely just a fun show. Brooklyn Nine Nine is about yeah. a police precinct mm-hmm. in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. the 99th district. I live right by the facade that they that's in the opening. Oh. Yes, it's That's right crazy. by my apartment. I live in Brooklyn, everyone. Um, no at least they took a like an outdoor shot yeah. of something in Brooklyn. Yeah, because sometimes they'll them. be talking about cross streets, and it technically takes place in my neighborhood, but sometimes the cross streets are wrong. I'm like, those don't cross each other. People are like, they'll just sound cool <laughs> that, together. That, yeah, don't say that. Uh, yes, but a police precinct. Police precinct. Uh-huh. And I just, I don't know. I, I like it. It was. I, really I liked the it. first couple seasons. I tried to like keep up with it after I finished writing my spec, and now I'm just like, meh. I, I think know. it's still funny. Really? I still laugh out loud. It makes it's one I don't care about I don't love it the way I love Parks and Rec. Like just Parks and Rec's just all-time favorite, one of my all-time favorite shows. But Brooklyn Nine-Nine, I think, has been a consistently good, funny, well-written show. Like I it really enjoy it. I love the characters. Captain Holt is one of the Andrew uh, uh Andre Brower is just one of the funniest characters. Just he's because very he's good. so deadpan and so boring and just he loves oatmeal and plain toast and he's has his gay husband and he just talks like this and I'm just like oh my god I could just listen to you talk about anything his character's fantastic but I do I really still very very much enjoy that show you know what maybe it's because I, I had to spec it <laughs> maybe you had to like study it yeah that could be it. the reason why I, mean, I spec Parks and Rec and I still you still love it yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe I don't know I don't want to shoe on it because I'm, I'm actually right. agreeing with everything you say it right. is a and really funny show and also you also had a, you only had a, so many choices of shows that you were spec like yes. with the, the, the course with you the were course taking. I took yeah right um, so I feel like if maybe if you had a choice of something else that you were really super passionate about it, yeah. would, be di- I, it would be different well that's the thing so I took this spec <laughs> class and uh-huh. they gave me five shows to choose from and one of them was Brooklyn Nine-Nine and I was right. like I hadn't watched any of them it was Mom the Goldbergs uh-huh. Blackish uh-huh. Brooklyn Nine-Nine or Off the Boat and I was like well I'm gonna go with Brooklyn Nine-Nine because I know I like Mike Sure shows yes yeah. and I kind of had to binge it within like a one month period like within like a week period and yeah. then I had to like study take notes and then write the spec right your spec was great though oh hi thanks it really captured the uh, tone of the show very hey, thank well thank you I enjoyed it thank yeah. you Nickelodeon it didn't good. Neither did CBS. Well, Bastards. you know, Nickelodeon <laughs> is just, you know, I don't know what they're up to these days. Hey, yeah, what okay. are they up to I don't know. Uh, hey, it's okay. Thank you for thank you for reading it. I'm a proud of my spec. Yeah, it was great. Thank you. It was. I think it would have been a good episode. Thank you. Yeah, it fit the world. Um, anyway, enough of my spec. Yeah, but yeah, I no, still, it's a great show. Yeah, I still watch it weekly. I enjoy it. I think I think it's maybe got one more season left in it. Yeah. Yeah. How many seasons it, is it now? Seven? Six or seven? <laughs> I want to say this is six, so mm-hmm. if it gets one more, it would be seven. Cool. And I think that'd be good. I think, you know, Santiago and um and Jake are engaged, which Aww. that episode, adorable. Yeah. It was so cute. It was a Halloween one. Because, you know, they do the crazy Halloween things. Yeah. It's really good. I know. I highly recommend that episode. Uh, well, I was actually, yeah, maybe. Oh, now you got me into it again. No, Okay, I'm gonna watch show. it again. It's just—I think it's just like—I feel like it's a little underrated for just being like a solid comedy. Like it's just a solid show. Like I've never watched an episode and been. There's been very few where I'm like, eh. There's ones I'd like. 
I laugh multiple times each episode. It's not like I don't think it'll go down in history as one of the great all time comedies, but I think it's just like a very solid, funny show that like is a good 30 minute escape each week. It was a no, I don't think when it first came out, season one. Mm-hmm. Not many people watched or I know, heard of and it. it. And won it won the Golden won. Globe. Yeah. It won the Golden Globe. That was the first time I had ever even heard of it. Yeah. Was when everyone was like, what the fuck is this show? Yeah. Let's talk about The Good Place because I want to make sure we have time to do the IRL because it's already 308. The IRL, yeah. The IRL is 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 a medium IRL. So All we, right. got, we got a little time. We're good. We but time. I want to make sure we talk about The Good Place because sure. you like The Good Place. I know, I but, like there's, but there's only so much we can say. Like, because I really, can, no, 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 I don't. Oh, I really man. don't want to do that to no. anybody because I don't think it's. So also, well, we can talk about like the future of, of that show and Michael. Well, I'm so excited. Yeah. It got picked up for a third season. So Good Place Great. is coming back and for also, a third season. And also, we'll go ahead and we say we won't do too many spoilers because it is still a pretty new show. Yeah. Like, we can talk about The Office and Parks and Rec and what's happened yeah, there because it's been on forever. Yeah, and if you have a problem us saying like you know the fact that they all lived happily ever after then like yeah, whatever, then whatever. But like, the good place <laughs> why don't you give the details of the good place for yeah, our moms who definitely yeah, have not okay. seen the show so who i feel like explaining explaining the show is a harder one um so the good place is about a woman named eleanor uh played by Kristen bell who wakes up and finds that she has died and she is in the good place um and it's a perfect neighborhood um and she has a soulmate named chidi um and makes new friends except something isn't quite right and things start going wrong in the good place because it turns out eleanor is not supposed to be there She's right. supposed to be in that the was, bad place. Yes. That was beautifully put. Thank you. You sold the show. Thank you. So unlike Michael Schur's other shows, uh-huh. this one was very much like- <laughs> High concept. High concept. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. the idea of playing with like a heaven versus hell. Mm-hmm. Like that's like, whoa. Like Morality and what's theology. Good, what's what's good. What makes a person a good person. And like what makes them, because like something they talk about in the show sometimes is a medium person. Like if you're not good or bad, you're just like a medium person. And that mm-hmm. gets explored because some people- Oh, it does. Good. Yeah. They do explore medium people. That. Yeah. Because there's a, I feel like there's more medium people than straight good or bad people <laughs> yeah for real you know um he sold that show uh he sold it all 13 episodes uh, it wasn't even a pilot order he sold the whole entire first season in one thing because he had basically laid out the full first season for them he knew exactly where it was going and where it goes was like not uh, it's so good it's like i've rewatched it goes the where you season. don't expect not it. at all okay it surprises you and the second season continues to develop in very interesting and different ways i started the second season cool. last night it's so good it's so good it's so good and it's also a funny show like it's, it's really very it funny, funny. Yeah. yeah it's like it's just such a high concept comedy and i feel like like people like it, it like I'm glad it's continuing to get viewers and seasons, but like some people, like I feel like it's probably overlooked because people are like, "What a, a comedy about heaven?" I'm like, "No, that's not what it is. That's not really how that's it feels. Not what it is at all." I've only heard really good things about it. People being like, "You have to watch it. You have to watch it. You have to watch it." So I started watching it. Mm-hmm. I'm halfway through season one. Okay, I I enjoy it a lot. I think that Kristen Bell has an interest. Kristen Bell has a natural, likable quality. That mm-hmm. is why she, she played Elsa. She played Elsa. <laughs> and and not uh no, she played uh Anna. 
Anna, yeah, that's not right. Elsa, not Elsa, right? But that like, she's the Anna. Like, never seen Frozen. <laughs> what? Um, I can sing all missing, of Let It Go though. You're not missing much. <laughs> not you're not. To. It's pretty. It's, really? I, know, I love Frozen. Did you really? Oh yeah, God! I, did. I had to watch it once, and I was like, <laughs> you know, it's great, Moana. That's Moana's a good yeah, one. Yeah. I haven't watched it. Oh like, God, Moana's it so, so good, and the soundtrack's amazing. Yeah. Moana's really good too. Yeah. I liked Frozen. Yeah, I'll watch it. But she's a very likable character or or persona and. People usually hire her because she's a likable character, uh, mm-hmm. likable person. In this show, she's not likable as much. She, right? She she it's she's not a good quote unquote good person in right. this. So I thought it was such an interesting idea to cast someone like her, and I think she does a really good. But job. But I think that's beneficial to the character. Like yeah. I I feel like if they picked like an unlikable person, it yes. would be too much. Yes, it offsets I feel it. like it wouldn't help with the development of Eleanor and what she ends up doing and going through, um, which I think is really important to the show. And I feel like you need someone that has those moments. Like, cause like, I think Kristen Bell's really talented and like, just like small facial movements and structures where you can see her like fall a little bit and stuff like that. And like, I feel like it comes really in handy with the character of Eleanor, like where she kind of starts taking step backs and realizing maybe I wasn't the best person or maybe there is something I can do to become a better person and that yeah. sort of thing. Um, and I feel like if you had a less likable actress, it wouldn't work. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. I, I, um, not to spoil anything, mm-hmm. but do we get to see the bad girl? I don't want to say okay. anything. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Fair. Trying to get it out of you fair. and I couldn't do no, it. It's. Yeah, you uh, need to. You as need soon to, as you like get get to things, I'll let you let know. I'm know. gonna definitely send you a little text and be like, "Oh my god, just yeah. saw this! Yes. Holy cow! Thanks yes. for not ruining it for and me." And you will want to go back and immediately watch the first season again. Oh yeah. Yes. Okay. I've rewatched the first season like three times. I, cool. <laughs> cool. Fuck yeah. You know what? We were looking for new shows anyway, yes. and and both Max and I have a tendency to when we get home, we just want to. He works on a TV show. I work right. on a TV show. We want to like just kind of like n- not have to think about structure, like think about stuff. And right. there's times where I'm like, today I can't talk about TV. Right. Just put on Friends or yeah. like just put on 30 Rock <laughs> or something. Because it's sometimes you're, I mean, when you go to work, you talk about it all day. Right. You go home, you're working on your own projects. It's and then, hard not and to pick it apart a little yeah, bit. Yeah. And your Guys. significant others talking it's about why it. I do yeah. social media for a software company. <laughs> You know, sometimes you just need a break. Sometimes yeah. You just need Listen, a break. I just have a part time job as a concierge at an indoor axe throwing place, the huge. Just the, the I huge. heard about that. Yeah. I heard about that, and I've been seeing pictures about it. Is yeah. there only one place? Not in the country um, of the company that I work for specifically. If anyone's in Brooklyn, check out Kick Axe Throwing in Gowanus. It's great. And come say hi to Chelsea. Uh, I'll probably be at the front desk. I um, want to know more about getting the axes. It's so much fun. That's, it's so much I'd fun. I'm so worried, but yeah. I would go with you, Jackie. Yeah. It's we super fun. Well, go. apparently they they're they're they plan to expand the one that we work at. There's other excellent places throughout the country, but this this first one and they plan to expand and I don't know when it's coming, but they put LA on the list of future Ooh. franchises. I'm Ooh. like, all right. Uh yeah. Maybe they'll uh, pay for you to relocate. <gasps> yeah, that'd be great. Like just already have a built in part time job if I decide to move out here. Fantastic. Yeah, no we'll make it happen. Yeah, no big exactly. deal. Should we do the Let's do the GPI around. Okay. Okay. 
quiz master. Hello, I'm Amanda Salvatore, and this is GP Yay! IRL. Hooray! Woo! Today's contestants are Jackie. Yeah. And Chelsea. Hi, Mom. Today, we're going to be doing a trivia based off of Chelsea's favorite TV show, or at least one of them, Parks and Recreation. Uh, I'm going to like be very embarrassed if I don't do well at this. I have a feeling you'll be just fine. Okay, so we have a, a, a sound effect. <laughs> so, sounds, sounds like a... Yeah. So uh, we have a buzzer for you ladies. <laughs> um, that's a blue pig that yeah. makes a really awkward noise that gives me a funny feeling downstairs. Um, <laughs> that's why. I mean, why? I was going to give what? it to the dogs, but why? if you and Max <laughs> What do you mean? me a weird cre- Oh, can you? Oh, oh am I oh, being too oh, loud? Oh, oh. Are we miking oh, the pig? We're, we're mic the, the pig. We're miking the pig. Can we? Okay. Do you want to? <laughs> Was that good? Did you can you listen to it? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um thank you, Sammy. Thank you, Sammy. Okay, so can you see? Okay, no. Okay, so let's start. <laughs> there we go. Chelsea's really excited. I was right. making sure the sound levels were right. How are the sound levels? Good, Sam? Killing right. it. Okay. Pigtastic. See pigtastic. Okay. Uh question one. Fill in the blank. Bye bye. <laughs> Wait, hold on. Oh. I have- <laughs> I have I have ABCs. Oh, okay. I have ABCs. I have ABCs, but you're going to get it anyway, whenever. Uh, fill in the blank. Bye-bye, little Sebastian. A, miss you with the greatest passion. B, miss you in the satisfaction, uh, satisfaction. Or C, through the pearly gates you're crashing. <laughs> Chelsea. E. You are correct. Bye. Miss you in the saddest fashion. Little Sebastian. I saw that episode. I was like, this is so great. <laughs> Your 5,000 candles in it's the wind. wind. It's a great song. It'll get stuck What's in your head for days. Than, <laughs> it's better than a candle in the wind. Okay. Uh, question number two. Sorry, Where no, was Leslie Nope born? Oh. <laughs> You know what? again. You could just tell me. Eagleton. You're right. Question A. And it wasn't Pawnee, and it wasn't on the steps of the Lincoln Memorial. Sorry, I got too excited. I'm going to, I will let you read the answers this time. Uh, we should keep a tally. Should we keep a tally? Oh. <laughs> Sammy's got both hands. I'm sorry, right. Jackie. No, you're fine. Okay. It's okay. <laughs> I just get so okay. excited it's about okay. trivia. <laughs> but also, it's really I love cute. trivia. <laughs> just, that's actually what her GP is. It's fine. Okay, uh, number three, what is Andy's alter ego? A, Randy Hadler, CIA, Paula Hart, PTA, or C, Burt McLaugh, uh, Macklin, FBI. Oh, she got Chelsea. it. She got it. Burt Macklin, FBI. <laughs> yeah, number four. What's Ben's terrible choice in favorite foods? Is it A, Pop-Tarts that haven't been <laughs> toasted? B, Hot Pockets, or C, Calzones. Oh, thank you. It's Calzones. It is Calzones. It's going to start a new fast casual eatery called the Locale Calzone Zone. (laughs) I need to get into this show so Oh, my God. I really really do. What could a depressed person make this? I'm just jamming on my claymation. (laughs) Such a good episode. I'm so glad I picked that question out of the 50 from that I stole this from. Um, what is April's favorite band? See, I even knew this one. Um, Mouse Rat, Neutral Milk Hotel, or Spice Girls? Neutral Milk Hotel. Yep. 
Of course it is. From the episode. Also, I love that band. And when she was like, I like them. I saw them live. Did you? I saw them do in an airplane over the sea in its entirety. Wow. At Coachella. Yeah, it was amazing. Yeah, guys. That's so fucking cool. That's really cool. Yeah, that's really cool. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, yeah. now that I'm thoroughly depressed. Um, <laughs> what? Uh, number six. Which 90 supermodel is Jerry married to? A, Chrissy Brinkley. B, Claudia Schiffer. Or C, Stephanie Seymour. Chrissy Brinkley. Yeah, Jackie. But it's, she's not Chrissy Brinkley in the show. No, but it's just like, she's a model. Really that's her hot. name. She doesn't age. She doesn't <laughs> Never. age. No, she doesn't. No, it's really funny in the final episode. Oh, do they show? Uh... She does not age at all, and he's like 100. <laughs> I love it. That's pretty, that's pretty accurate. Yeah, to be it's really honest. good. Okay, what is the number seven? What is the name of the land slash pit that started it all? A, lot 17, lot 33, or lot 48? Lot 48. Lot 48. Chelsea's got it. Mm-hmm. Number eight, what helps Anne get over her nervous nervousness around Chris? We know this one. We talked about it. Uh, he gets sweaty when he runs. He gets the flu and looks unattractive. Or C, gets drunk on snake juice. He gets the flu. He gets oh, the flu. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. I feel like she got drunk in front of him once, though, too. She did. She did. Let oh. make him less intimidating. Gotcha. Yeah. She was drunk the first time they made out. When they launch. Now I know. No, it's okay, guys. I, it's been around. It, it's, it's when, um, it's a fun episode. Much. It's when Ben and him arrive in, in Pawnee to, like, help. And, and she gets drunk. Uh, Leslie gets drunk and yells at Ben. Oh, mm-hmm. I, oh God. Mm-hmm. I, I like this show. Mm-hmm. Even that even that description, I'm yeah. all about it. Um, number nine. What is the one thing Ron hates more than lying? Is it A, salad? It's the food his food eats. B, skim milk. It's water lying to be milk. Or FDR, he ruined the country. Chelsea. B, skim milk. Skim milk. It's, it's... Oh, I would have said salad. <laughs> See, I, I would have said salad, too. I would have said salad. No, that skim milk, because it's, right. li- it's lying. It's lying. So he hates lying, but skim milk is worse because it's lying about being milk. Yeah, yeah it's so rude. Yeah. Number 10, what's Ben's fetish? A, women on roller skates. B, female police officers. Or C, Game of Thrones hair braiding. Oh, oh Jackie. Women in roller skates. Yeah. yeah. Oh, Jackie, I'm proud of you. Hey, thanks. That's a, good good. I mean, That's a great like, episode. That's a great episode. <laughs> I'm so pleased. Um, okay, number 11. We have 15, so hang oh, okay. in there, crew. Uh, which celebrity is Don- uh, Donna's cousin? Jay-Z, Drake, or Genuine? Genuine. Oh. Nice. Because he Got sings it. Pony at <laughs> the Little Stop Sebastian it. Memorial. No. Oh, my God. <laughs> get him to sing Pony at the Little Sebastian Memorial, which is very inappropriate. That's super inappropriate. <laughs> He's like, you're that. my pony to Little Sebastian. I'm like, mm, not what this song's about, because that's gross. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's a perfect pair. Yes. Um. Mm-hmm. What? Oh, number 12. What did Tammy 1 do to Tammy 2? Was it? Light her hair on fire. B, pepper spray her face. Or C, poured acid on her feet. Acid Chelsea. on her feet. Yes. Ooh, Number yeah. 13, who is Leslie's teenage nemesis? Was it Gary Flink- Finkelstein? Was it Greg Picatus? Or was it George Paddockup? What Greg is it? Pachitis. Pachitis. Yeah. I don't know if I can yeah. say things. Wasn't that the Halloween kid? Yes, it was the one when she was uh, started dating Louis C.K. 
Oh yeah. Oh no. I know. Oh, <laughs> I know. That's gonna bum me out. I know. Out. Mike sure so. apologized about it. He's oh, like, really? he's like, had I known these accusations were out, I would have not cast him because he came back in a later season too. And it's a shame. His character was great on Parks and Rec. It's a shame. The whole thing's a the whole shame. thing's a shame. And Ugh. like, <sighs> and hey. like his some of his episodes are like <clears throat> really good episodes. Womp 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 Gosh. It's okay. fine, guys. He'll be fine. In like three years, everyone will forgot yeah. he'll Mel be super Gibson, famous again. Mel Gibson is in movies again, and yeah. he doesn't think the Holocaust happened. Needless yeah. to say. It's fine. <laughs> White then. men will be fine. They'll be fine. He'll be just fine. Yeah. Sitting on his millions. Okay. Number 14. Two left. Which of the following was not one of Andy's band names? Was it Kid in Catastrophe? Flames for flames, or nothing rhymes with orange. Kitten Chelsea. catastrophe. Kitten catastrophe. Wow, that was it. that was a deep cut. That's My favorite cut. is just the chip. <laughs> <laughs> God. That wasn't even an option on the quiz. Though. Yeah, uh, scarecrow boat. That's scarecrow a good boat one. was on that, yeah. and I appreciated that. I was yeah. like, I would assume it was that one, but mm-hmm. that's a pretty good name. Yeah. And our final question, ladies, you ready? Uh-huh. Hands are up. What don't Tom and Donna? specifically recommend you buy for Treat Yourself 2011? Is it A, a a mimosas, B, facials, or C, fine leather goods? (coughs) Chelsea. Facials. I can't wait to find out why. Treat Yourself 2011. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for playing. Thank Thank you you so much for playing. We're we're millennials, so I'm going to give both of you the same size trophy. Oh, and you. congratulate you both. You're Thank both you. great. Thank you so much. Wonderful. Honestly, recording it. in this booth before it gets demolished was actually pretty dope. It so. is so cool. Yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. Yeah. Um, is there any parting words that you would like to say as we uh, wrap it up? Like about what? Mike sure yourself. Oh, Mike sure Or plug anything. If you get Google alerts, Mike sure And this comes up and you listen to it. You know, you can go to like www.chelseadallastipilato.com. You can watch my sketches, my acting reel. If you're looking for a star of your next sitcom, I am available. Is that good? That. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, Mike sure That was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, sure. ChelseaDallasFilato.com. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, the rest of you can go to my website too and watch all my things. That's cool. But, but like, you know, Mikey. Mike sure Mike. Get on that. Come on, Mike. You know who else you'll see on Chelsea's website? Jackie. Yeah, girl, Jackie, because me and Chelsea have actually collaborated on quite a few things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So thank you so much for coming on. Oh, my God. Thank you guys for having me while I'm here in lovely LA. No problem. Thank you for being here. Is there any like tags or uh, handles we can follow you at since we Um, love you so much? Instagram, Chelsea Dallas. Um, I'm Chelsea Dallas Filato on Facebook, and I don't do the Twitter because I find it annoying. Yes. Don't do it. Don't. I can't. No, no, no. no it's can't the saddest it. place on the internet. I hate it. Nope. Yeah, Thanks sorry. for listening, guys. Thanks Thank for you. listening. Yay.